0: Everyone has a unique gift and Mike, the creator of the one life podcast believes most people don't know how to use their gifts or what they are. Mike wants you to see things from a different perspective and be true to yourself. The one life podcast unites the world through art, fashion, music, and film. It inspires, motivates, and creates positive energy, love, and compassion to all communities and creates an equal playing field for all. On the one life podcast, they cover topics like building relationships, overcoming 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 adversity, habits of healthy people, and much, much more. We only have one life to live. Be yourself and live your truth. Add the One Life podcast to your playlist. That's the number one in Life, Available on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and your favorite podcast platform. Scott.
1: What's up, y'all? Welcome to the One Like Podcast. I am Mike M.I.C. Reed. And as always, got my lovely co host Diana Gotti from the AV Wellbeing Coalition in the building with us. Hey. And our special, special guest today is Nicole yes. McMillan and Danielle Heller hey. from the Joseph Project. How you Hello. ladies doing today? It's Friday.
2: It's Friday. It's we got Friday. a lot coming this weekend. Well, yeah. let's talk about it. Okay, cool. What you doing this weekend?
3: What you doing this weekend? What am I doing we're this weekend? We're celebrating. Where a party at? Well, my daughter, do- see. <laughs> <laughs> There's, yeah, a <laughs> There's a literal party. There's <laughs> a literal party. My daughter just turned 15, so we're celebrating oh, wow. her tomorrow. Aww. Um, happy birthday to your daughter. What's her name? Her name is Carmen with a K. Chayel
1: Carmen with a K. Sina. Hey, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Is that your only child?
3: Yes, sir. Really?
1: Yes. Oh, you can call me Mike. You don't have to call me yes, sir. Yes. <laughs>
3: Midwest, I'm from, what can I tell you? Where you from?
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: Akron, Ohio.
1: Akron, Okay.
2: Okay. I do that too. I'm a yes ma'am, yes sir. I'm yeah. from San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's just how you're raised. It's yes. like, what you mean you calling them by
4: their name? What? Get it together. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I'm not my dad.
4: No, honestly, I think that's, that's the flaws here in California. Mm. That it's, I was talking to my mom actually about that, about the culture. I said, yeah, you know, sure. our generation is really killing our culture, you know, by using the 15 for Hispanics, that's your quinceanera. That's yes. a big step, you know, from leaving your childhood, mm-hmm. you know, and becoming a young lady, yes. you know, into adulthood. And a lot of girls nowadays don't care to celebrate that, you yeah. know. And I was telling my mom, like, our generation's killing that, but, you know, um, it's tradition. It, it really is. is. Mm-hmm. You know?
3: She's half Mexican and she wanted one. Yeah, and you know. I and I took on the yes, we're gonna do it until I realised. Oh <laughs> the It's what like that a was. whole wedding. Oh yeah. I was like,
4: oh Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's why you have you have padrinos for all of that, See? girl. That's why you get in the phone book and be like, you remember that one time I did you that? Okay, what can I put you down for? Girl, come You're with your paper. Flowers.
3: <laughs> is that how you do it?
4: Hell yeah, that's okay, exactly girl. how you do it. I'm going to keep that
3: in mind. Yes, ma'am. So we, we settled on the sweet sixteen. There you go, yeah, for the limousine, the
4: photographer, wow. girl, everything. Uh, but yeah. again, it's tradition. You know, like when they, you know that a child is coming around that age, you know mm. you're gonna be asked. Mm, so yeah.
1: Cool. What, what you got going
4: on this weekend? <laughs> you know, it's funny for the I actually don't have much. We were talking about going to the snow. Yeah, y'all, y'all party last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a little getaway at Pismo at Beach and Oh yeah, well we stayed out there. I told you. We were gonna oh, pick Melody up Sunday. So I was so disconnected, and I really took it in. And it was so warm. People were out there in bathing suits, in the beach, um, shorts, dresses, and honestly, I really took all of that in. Mm-hmm. I haven't been present in a while. You know, so much going on, and we had a room right on the coast, and we literally were just listening to the waves mm-hmm. crash. That's awesome! Wow. You know, and and it was nice. Yeah. I really enjoyed myself.
1: What you got going on with the AV Wellbeing Coalition? So with Mm -hmm. the AV
4: Wellbeing Coalition, um, we are looking to hopefully um, apply for a grant so we can do more workshops um, at our local schools. I just did one over at Sage for GEMS. Um, So thank you, Jessica, for having us. Um, And I did that with uh, another classmate, Miss Tamika Knight. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was really beautiful because we were teaching these young girls about gratitude so i really look forward to to um you know being able to just be available for more schools that's That's awesome yeah so and the the new cap program starting in april so i really hope and encourage everyone to you know log into the city of palmdale and apply for this um certification apply positive psychology and it's not necessarily for business people. It's really for everyone. It's life changing. Yeah. It's tools for, for our toolbox. And mm-hmm. that's actually where I met Nicole. Yay. So you get to re- to actually meet um, really amazing people in our community. Yeah. Oh, I
5: love it. Job.
1: I can't wait. Yeah. I can't I wait know. to start my, uh, my uh, what is the session.
4: Yes. Well, it's six it a months. Is it yeah. six months? Yeah. So it's a six month course. And um, you meet twice a month. Um, On a Friday and I'm sorry on a Thursday and a Friday and then you meet every Wednesday on zoom So you really start to kind of get to know everyone. Mm -hmm. It becomes a family. It really (laughs) does you talk about really intimate things and um, That are very simple, but I guess we don't really Focus on that or we tend to overlook it.
2: Yeah, for sure I think my biggest takeaway from that course or that whole season was just that I don't know that we're mindful that we don't have well-being. Mm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you remember when we first went in? It was like we're learning what. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I'm not well in that area. Let me take some time and you know work on my personal. Yeah. And so I really love that movement for the Antelope Valley. We need more discussions about that.
4: Yeah.
1: So, so I'm excited about it. Um, what? Don't you guys got something else coming up with the veterans?
4: Oh, yeah. Yes. So March 18th, um, there is a welcome home or I'm sorry, welcome home breakfast for the mm. Vietnam veterans that um, another one of our classmates, Alejandro, is doing mm. um, with boots on the ground. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's going to be taking place on March 18th and hopefully everyone can make it out. It's called Ponce Square. Oh,
0: OK. Right. Oh, I think Ponce that's it Yes, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: So uh-huh. it's right right in front of um, City Hall. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I encourage everyone to come out. There's going to be a caravan of all of our vets coming back in. Nice. So we're going to have the privilege of welcoming welcoming them home the right way. Oh, so. that's good.
1: Nice, nice. And we are one week away, you guys, one week away from the Antelope Valley. Is... Valley. I'm, I'm off today. <laughs> <laughs> the Antelope Valley Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. 26th installation gala join us as we go down the rabbit hole on march 3rd next friday you guys next friday tickets are still on sale we have a few left so you guys contact me email me dm me um i'll personally give you your tickets uh because i think i have maybe five left i think i think i have five left
4: oh okay I only have five
1: tickets left so hit us up next friday you guys the 26th installation gala for the antelope valley hispanic table of commerce and that'd
4: be it For my
1: news, I don't got nothing else for nobody.
5: There you go.
1: (laughs) I'm short today. It's Friday. It's early, you guys. It's nine AM. I've never done a nine AM show. Hey. Even though I'm up at five thirty in the morning every morning.
4: What? Oh yeah. I'm trying to
1: get Diana to get up too.
4: (laughs) No, I'm up every see, here's the thing. I'm a mom. Yeah. You know So our mornings are consumed. Exactly. Yeah. Actually I do a lot better in mornings, just really? so you know. Oh, yeah. so, so we
1: should switch this morning?
4: I, I honestly it's not a bad idea. I was <laughs> really? I was even out, outside early <laughs> doing my makeup. I but you know what you know what I, I noticed coffee.
1: though? She beat me here. That's
4: so okay. mornings might be the thing. Okay. It really <laughs> is. I think midday you start to kind of um stir yeah, away, right? Down a mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> yeah. You get that plunge. <laughs>
1: For season three. Um season three is coming up too in a few weeks, maybe around April I think. Mm-hmm. So we might we might switch it up. That's cool. And we're gonna start going live.
0: Hey,
2: oh, wow. okay.
0: We're gonna start Gotta going live.
1: So season three, we're gonna start being going live
3: on YouTube or
1: no on IG.
4: Nice, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna put that screen right there behind us into use. Oh, good. So we're gonna go live. We're gonna have yeah. people call in and
4: and interacting. Yeah, That's interacting, good.
1: Yeah. So we're gonna, we're gonna do the whole thing. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. So, anyways, let's get back to the guests here. Yes.
4: The With Joseph Project.
1: Cole and Danielle. And Danielle, yeah.
4: yeah. So who
1: wants to talk about the Bridgesville Project?
3: Our president. Hey. Our president. Well, wait a minute. Aren't
1: you the CEO founder?
3: I, I, I am. Okay. The, the, the,
1: but it's the, the president job.
3: Well, <laughs> technically, I guess that would be my technical title. Um, <laughs> and, it, and it's so interesting because when you – because I – Part of what I do is I establish for profit and nonprofit entities mm. and, and before in establishing nonprofits you had the president, vice president. They right. they, they have switched those titles to CEO mm. and C O O and so they, they don't really use the traditional titles anymore. Okay. So when you said that it was kinda of like, Well, I'm sorry, I just keep hearing stuff. <laughs> it's okay. um, um but but uh but yeah, so the Joseph Project, it's actually something that the um the Lord gave me a 2019, right before COVID hit, Mm -hmm. um, I was at a a church at the time and we were doing some things in the community. Um, But also I was um, establishing a lot of nonprofits in the Sandal Valley and I still do. I I established a lot of them. And what I started recognizing was that they were doing okay, Mm -hmm. but they weren't making a whole huge impact. And the more I started working... At this church and in working in the community i realized let's come together and the lord started showing me uh that we'll do better together Mm -hmm. and so i wanted and at the time i was like let's just get something where we can bring everyone together to do something huge in this antelope valley and at the time homelessness was really the big big thing was really bad um and it's still bad but i was looking to try to be able to make impact there um, and so as I thought, but then COVID hit and everything shut down. And so last year, early part of last year, the Lord uh, brought it back up to me and, and, you know, said now was the time for the Joseph Project. And so um, we got together with uh, Nicole and other entrepreneurs and nonprofit um, owners and founders. And the point of the Joseph Project is not to be um, a super nonprofit because we all have something else that we do. Mm-hmm. There is not yeah. one person sure. on our board that this is what they do. They they all have their own businesses. They all have their own organizations that they're pushing. And so um, we, we decided, um, so we got together, and our focus is to help build um, businesses in this community. Because okay. after COVID, that was probably the big thing. We did have the EIDL loans, and we had you know, the PPP loans. But for some business owners, that still wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And now sure. we're needing to pay them back. At least. Right. And that's a whole nother situation. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and so and you got this large sum of money. Now you have these large repayments. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is help build businesses, small businesses and nonprofits. We want to be able to grant them money mm. to where they can, you know, not have to <laughs> jump through a whole lot of red tape. To, to get a grant, mm-hmm. you know, as a nonprofit, you, you have to have a certain amount of deliverables deliverables being uh, uh, be established for a certain amount of years. And there are so many requirements with the current system of getting grant money. And for most for-profits, they don't even try, though there is money available for mm-hmm. for-profits. Yeah. So we want to be able to support and undergird both and, and and be able to have where we become the grantors in this Antelope Valley to, to some degree, to help be able to build um, the other entities here.
4: That's amazing. I love yeah. that.
3: And so we, 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 were, um, we started off by asking for community support. Um, we we're looking to get 100 businesses, organizations, to partner with us for $10 a month. Mm-hmm. If we had that, that's $12,000 a year, where every quarter we can give $3,000 to somebody. Mm. to a business, a local small profit or a local nonprofit or split it between the two. But more and more and I believe that as people see us doing that and they see, oh, they they're really giving this money. We're mm-hmm. they're really doing this because our whole focus is to give to the community. As community people to nominate small businesses, nonprofits, mm. we we then vet them and then we would then grant or give endowments right now. No strings attached. <laughs> so and in the meantime we're building to where because I believe we'll have investors and those who will donate to where we can grant thousands and and more dollars to where we'll have processes in place for that as well.
1: Hmm. I love that. You know, we, we, we were just talking about that um, at the uh, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, um, which is one of our things that we're trying to change as well um, is that there's so many businesses out here and even like nonprofits and we, we, our thing is, hey, let's come together because yeah. this is a small community. It's a big community, but a small community. Right. Mm-hmm. But if everybody <laughs> is doing a million different things, it's like this this small community out here can't, you know, support ev- everybody. Like, like, for instance, if you want to donate to something, you're going to have your favorites. Right. Yeah. But if we come together as one and kind of put it all in one pool or at least a couple of pools, you know, then everybody will donate to that. Mm-hmm. Opposed to spreading it out, you know, it makes sense, mm-hmm, yes, for sure. You know, like even with like the events, there's so many events out here, like small yeah. events, but I can't go to all of them. You can't yeah. go to all of them, right? Yeah. So, whenever you ask somebody, Oh, how'd your event go? and they'd be like, Oh, it was okay, yeah. But if we come together and do just a couple of big events, right, then everybody can go to it. Then you ask, Hey, how was the event? Right. Oh, it was great, it was great turnout mm-hmm. yeah. because you're spreading yourself so thin, mm-hmm. right? And it's mm-hmm. the same way in like the foundations and the businesses, mm-hmm. yeah. So if we all come together. I don't know how to do that because I'm new out here. I've been out here about four years now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, but everybody, how can I say this nicely? It's <laughs> like everybody, everybody wants to be like the chief.
4: Yeah, not yeah, enough Indians. See. Yeah, you know what I
1: mean. So everybody wants the the the, the recognition, I guess. And, you know the titles. It's like it's not about that. That's, if you right. truly want to help people, like the titles and because you created a name, doesn't matter. For sure. That's why every time we talk on this show, like, I never bring up, like, my name. I said it in the beginning, but you don't ever hear me talking about it. Yeah. It's not about me. Like, even like today, it's about you ladies. Like, Mm -hmm. this show is not about us. Mm -hmm. So that's what I feel like. If people will start humbling themselves and take the ego out of it, you know, we we can make a bigger impact. Mm -hmm.
5: For sure. We
2: agree with that. That's definitely a mindset shift. I don't know that everyone's on that page. But if we were, we could do so much more, right?
1: No, and you know what? I actually, um, I had uh, lunch yesterday with one of your good friends. Cause I even heard, saw one of your videos that oh, you okay. support her, Darlene Trevino. Oh, yeah. So, okay. me, you know, Darlene, she's, I'm a director for the Chamber of Commerce, and she is yes. as well. So okay. me and her had lunch yesterday, and we was actually having a similar conversation about how do we, you know, like, you know, not change someone's mindset because we can't control people, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So what, what we have to do is just be an example yes. as leaders. You know, we all have our own companies, right? but we also have to be an example. Yeah. We can't change people, can't control people. Mm-hmm. But if we if we are the example yeah. and hopefully that rubs off on people and they see it, mm-hmm. then that's how that's how we do it. Mm-hmm. But it, it takes time to do that.
4: Yeah. But what we learn is you have to be the change you want. Right. You know, yes. there's only so much that you can do by putting out but by setting up. Actually, I love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um because that's also giving um, other nonprofits just I guess, um, inspiration mm-hmm. to keep pushing and, you know, finances can always be a burden on, on some people, but the yeah, heart's yes. in the right place, yes. but the fact that they can apply and you, did you see people can nominate as well Yes, ma'am. to receive that? So that's even, that's even bigger because it's not just about you wanting, you know, this money is about somebody believing in you, mm-hmm. exactly. believing in, in what it is that you want to give back to our community. Yeah.
3: Exactly. So what we call the, the local businesses in, in the local nonprofits are superheroes mm. because they're 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 championing things mm. in our community. You know, you're you're a small business. You're helping to build mm-hmm. bringing, sure. you know, helping the economy. And so in nonprofits that the community drive that they're going after, that helps to push push um, our community better. So if we can help them, yeah. how much more will our community grow? Yeah. And 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 to to your point, what you said, sir, about you know how do we do that and with consistency? If we're mm-hmm. consistent, mm-hmm. And, and that's what we want to be able to do with the Joseph Project, we want to be consistent with this every quarter, giving something what what we can with the donations we get um, until we do get those donors and philanthropists that'll just pour into this because I mm-hmm. believe they'll come yeah. and they'll get behind this because we'll we'll be consistent yeah. with making sure that we're um, reaching those organizations, getting the, getting the message out. And then people will start saying, you know what? I, there's a nonprofit that's in this park giving food every third Saturday. I, can we nominate them? Cause mm. I think if they have more money, they could probably help more people. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be able to, to do that mm-hmm. and get the community more community support behind it as well. Yeah. And then the, the nonprofits and, and um, local business owners will see the impact they're making mm-hmm. as well. Not just to their bottom line, but to the people.
4: Right. Right, and it's such a good small community here in the Antelope Valley that it's not that hard, yeah. you know, like to to work together. It's just like Mike was saying, is putting all the ego aside and all the differences, and actually coming together together for the uh, the bigger great. You know mm-hmm. what it is, what it, what the purpose is, mm-hmm. you know, um, behind that. And actually, someone did. Um, correct me when i was saying small businesses they say they're not small businesses because that's where you stay it's a mindset it's a thriving business that's good wow you know and and that's big too thriving because we want to right we want to already put ourselves in in that position that's we don't want to keep ourselves small minded right yes. because if that's what you're speaking then that's what you're going to always stay and be so and you
1: know what? honestly i think all week i actually been thinking about that
4: about what i didn't I tell you
1: that? that no, I, well, I was here when the lady said it.
4: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were. It <laughs> was like, I-, I was here. Yeah, it was. Hey, at you know, the, Sometimes
1: it was, Diana has her back to her. No, she did not even recognize me over here.
4: It was at the Ashley. It was at the Ashley. Um, yeah. yeah OK, right. Exhibition. But I was there, right. too, though. Yes, yes, yes. We were both there. And then <laughs> I told them I was like, dang, she kind of corrected me on that. I was like, my bad. <laughs> but it stuck though. with oh, me. Your phone.
1: Yeah, it's okay but no um but i I was thinking about that um all week because Mm -hmm. it it makes sense right but the reason why i was thinking about it is because you know i I do marketing and i do brand marketing as well as you know as a career um you know the reason why they did it it was just uh marketing purposes right because it's small business saturday you know Mm -hmm. it just sounds better flows better right so i think i forgot the word you replaced it with like you can't you can't use that in a marketing sense because it, it just didn't make sense or it didn't flow world right mm-hmm. right oh so right but I, I, I my point to it is when when you think about marketing now um, because everything is business and marketing mm-hmm. but you have to apply that now like mm-hmm. right? when you're telling somebody what whatever name you come up with you know um, what you say is what you believe in you know yeah, what come sure. you manifest mm-hmm. so I think in the marketing world now, people have to take that in consideration. Like they have to apply that as well, opposed to just, mm-hmm. oh, this is a great name, this is a great phrase, it flows well, but you're not thinking of consequences mm. behind it.
4: That's, yeah. good. That's no, really good. I mean, even with the balloons, um, for a while I was kind of pushing away from that, mm-hmm. and I continued to say, oh, it's small. And then now that I correct myself and say thriving, I'm actually getting busy again. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, like, "Dane, that's that's actually a really nice shift because yeah, when I kept is. saying, like, oh, it's just, I would downplay it. Oh, it's just, you know, yeah. a small, or I just do it for fun. Mm-hmm. That's where I was keeping myself, you know, like, but I think I was kind of um, setting a blanket, like, wow. to protect wow. myself mm-hmm. from failing. But in fact, I mean, if I don't take you know, the gamble and the chance in it, how do I know what will come from it, yeah. you know, but it's been actually rewarding these last few kind of weeks that I have had things going on again. I was like, you know, this is actually great. And I have to shift my mind and to stop thinking that I'm just that, yeah. you know, that For I'm sure. not good enough, mm-hmm. you know, and just say, actually, I do have a thriving business mm. because I started that out of nothing honestly yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah with the balloons yeah. and now the podcast and even over the weekend as I was looking at the ocean I had to kind of um you know give myself some gratitude and tell myself you know not a lot of people do what I do yeah you know I literally just woke up and I was like all right I'm gonna start a balloon business and oh. it was thriving
3: do the mm-hmm. I do the balloons. Was you the one at night of worship
2: that did the? Mm-hmm. No, no that's else? not me.
4: Yeah.
3: Okay. She
2: does stuff like that
3: and more. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I've right heard your name. I think balloons by Nicole. Gotti mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and Erica. Do you work with Erica? Yeah, I did okay, Erica. Yeah. Then that's where I heard your name. Yes. From. Yeah.
4: Okay. And that's how. And I came in contact with such a great, amazing people through that, mm-hmm. and it yes. actually gave me the right push in the right direction because. Through the balloons, yeah. I met Mike. Oh, awesome! Okay, nice. so that's how you guys. You know, do. yeah, that's how, yeah. and it allowed me to step into my greatness. Mm-hmm. You know, where um, actually the first um, businesswomen of God they asked me, you know, like, what would you like me to pray for you about? And this was in January, and it was the first of the month, and I said, you know, stepping into my greatness. Nice. However, nice. I haven't been thinking about that until literally this last weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that there are organizations like the Joseph Founda- Foundation, right? Joseph Project. Project, I'm sorry, that is going to give that inspiration to people, even like me, you know, that I continue to talk about the youth, mm. the youth, the youth, the youth. Mm-hmm. But then I think to myself, how can I even afford this? Yeah. You know, how can I even make this come to life? Mm. So thank you for that. Yeah, you know, thank sure. you for that.
2: And and also to Mike's point of, of like marketing as a message versus a, a slogan or a tagline, mm-hmm. I think that's going to continue to help build our community as well as if we're if we're more cognizant on our marketing efforts. Mm-hmm. Uh, when stuff goes out like like our flyer for this Joseph Project event, um, superhero Saturday wasn't just catchy, but it was that message of this is how we view our local businesses, mm-hmm. how we view our nonprofits, this is who you are mm-hmm. and speaking to that identity and calling that out as opposed to like another resource event. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm, I'm passionate about that as well. Like how can we use graphics, visuals, audio? Um, how can we use our marketing to call forth what we want to see mm-hmm. in our Valley? Because if, if we're just slapping stuff together, cause we're, we have all these creatives, right? Like, I can throw that together. It doesn't have that meaning. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what's really needed is stuff like this, like to 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 call forth and spark um, some some fresh. What, what would you call it? Like just a fresh inspiration in mm-hmm. our in our valley, mm-hmm. so that people can come out and say, okay, I can I can um, monetize this idea, right. or I can um, push through this barrier and keep my nonprofit open. I don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily close the doors. Mm-hmm. There's there's a there's a message that needs to keep going out in our community to inspire. Yeah. And so th- I love that you're doing that with this podcast. You're just you're not just having chats to chat, right? That's but there's there's like a message a behind purpose it. Purpose behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah.
1: And, and you know what? Because I, I want I need to pick off that because I because I, and I say this a lot because um, a lot of people um, one just be the fact that you started you never failed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and that's the point I want to make because a, a lot of people have all these ideas right like what was that thing that uh i forgot who was on the show who said where's the richest people at in the world oh no
4: that's me yeah i asked oh, you said that yeah i asked do you know where the wealthiest what people, people are, are in the world in the world do you know where they are do you have an idea uh some where where would you say
2: um they're i mean west coast east coast other countries they're no. everywhere uh, dubai
4: no <laughs> <laughs> dubai
2: it's, it's the cemetery
1: Oh, okay. Because Hold so on, so many people have so many ideas and they never start anything. Okay, right? that's good. That's and, and, and no, but it's facts though, and, and it's because like when we so when we sit here and we talk about like messaging marketing and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. People overthink things, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's great that we do need to do all that stuff, but at the same time, it's like just start. Yeah, because like, I, I get a lot of people they, they they like they like the podcast and they talk to me all the time. They're like, oh, "I want to do a podcast," but then they overthink it. Like, I, I, I was talking to somebody that day, and it, it took them four months to do one episode. And I'm like, why? Why? Like, why? Just do it because you do the first one. Guess what? Then you, you're going to listen mm-hmm. to it. Then do the second one. Mm-hmm. You're going to grow. You it's do. a growth thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared to just start and then. You like in business, you scale your business, yes, right? Yes. Amazon started off in a garage. Right. Like he didn't start off with these huge warehouses, like right. just started and then scale from there. Right. No matter yeah. what you do. But mm-hmm. I think people overthink things and, and they hear us talking about a lot of things, which is great. Yes. Apply these tips and tools that we're giving you, mm. but still start. Don't yeah. say, yes. well, I want anything to be perfect. Like, no, cause nothing is ever perfect. Yeah. And, to my point. Well, I, I think I talked about this last, uh, last episode. If you make a goal to make something perfect, now you reach your goal. Then what? Right. You're what's after that. Yeah. Right. Like, and I had some, I forgot who said this. I talked to people all the time. Somebody said they don't never go a hundred percent. They always go about 80% because they, they need that growth. Oh, that was Ashley. That was
4: yeah, Ashley. Yes. That said yes. That. Mm-hmm. Ashley said that. Yeah. Wow. You
1: know, and it makes sense. It's like, you don't never want to be at a hundred percent because then what? Then you just stop growing. You, like, you stop living. Yeah. Like, no, it's it's a, it's a journey. It's right. a constant growth.
3: Mm-hmm. And, you know, to, to, to what you said, too, a lot of people, they think that it requires more than it does. Yeah. Mm. And so they, they, they talk themselves out of getting started yeah. because they, they think it requires more. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, EIN for your business is free. Right. And, and I came across a person who for years didn't start their business because they thought it cost to get an EIN. Oh, wow. and, and, it just, and, and we're not asking enough questions. There's not enough education. Mm-hmm. And so the other part of what we want to do is not just infuse finances, but educate mm-hmm. business owners and nonprofit organizations right. as well. And you yes. know what?
1: Ano- another thing, and it goes back to what we were just talking about a little while ago, ego. Mm. People always try to make it a competition. So they want to be better than you. So they want everything to be, they, oh, no, I want the lights better. I want the, the mm-hmm. room to be painted, artwork. It's like, no, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. Just do it. Like, stop, stop making it a competition. Like, I tell people, I told somebody, I told you the, the other day, somebody said they want to start a podcast. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool, I'll help you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Like, I know you got a podcast. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, Like, I'm not the only podcast out there. I don't want to be. hmm Like, just like it's different foods, different drinks. It's like, there's room for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Like, stop making it a competition, especially mm-hmm. if it's your God-given talent. Like, mm-hmm. God gave everybody a gift. Yeah. Yes. Right? So, have passion with your gift and just do it. Stop worrying about it. Stop trying to make it a competition. Right? Yes, True. Sir. Like, when I started this, I didn't care. Like, Joe Rogan gets a million dollars from Spotify. Like, yeah. I just do this. And I was talking to Darlene about this yesterday because yeah. she was asking me, you know, about, about the business and the growth. And all. I was like, I don't do it for money. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't do this for money.
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome. We don't get paid for this
5: mm-hmm.
1: at some point. Yeah. I do plan on monetizing all of this, but right now that's not my passion. That's not my goal here. Yeah. My goal is to really help people to shine spotlights on women like you and your, and your, uh, foundations and to help the community. Mm-hmm. It's not that's about awesome. getting paid. That's it's my great. passion. That's awesome. And that's it. And so if people take the egos out of things, and just yes. start and just do it. Stop worrying about the next person and stop trying to be better than the next person. Wow. And just
2: do it. I love yeah. I love that mindset for the AV. Right. Seriously, because it's that, enough I mean, for everybody. It, it really is. is. And yeah, if you but, just
1: focus and stay in your lane and do your gift, yeah, you're gonna be fine. You will.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Nicole, do you remember that um activity that we did in class where everyone put like a sticker on our back? Oh, yeah. Remember when we were talking about character strengths? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny when you were saying that, you know, like finding the right people with their their strengths in reality, that's what we did in such a small room. We actually didn't see what people put on our back. Yeah. We didn't really know each other. We were getting to know each other and we were actually putting you know, um, something on their back on what we thought or what we saw. Yeah, so the
2: activity was like, okay, we were given, we were each given what, like stickers, Mm -hmm. blank stickers, labels. And we were told to write words that describe that person, but don't let them see it, just stick it on their back. Mm -hmm. And so everyone was coming from across the room, like, you know, running for Diana and just Mm -hmm. putting a sticker on her back. And by the end, we were able to, you know, have them taken off and presented to us. And I mean that was powerful, right? To see what other people saw in us yeah. that maybe we didn't see. Wow. So that that was a great exercise. Yeah, it was, mm. and
4: that and I think that that's also maybe what our community needs is yeah. to see the strengths, to know that we're individuals, to know that we're unique. But how can I utilize your strength? You know, like in what I'm doing. Partnering, yeah. Exactly, partnering. And when we do do the workshops at the high schools, we actually do do the character strengths. And we actually introduce ourselves as our superpowers. Mm -hmm. You know, like, for example, mine is love. Mm -hmm. And it always shows. And I'm not afraid to utilize that strength. And when I step into another room, you know, like, I always get curious. Like, I wonder what their character strength is. But in reality, it really is their superpowers. Yeah you know kind of like what you guys are doing so I love that Mm -hmm. I just thought of that
1: (laughs) let's go back to this activity because I actually like that it's Uh, so dope no it is so scenario so if if I thought like if you came off like Mm -hmm. bossy kind of arrogant all that like was there a situation like that and how Mm -hmm. do you handle it
4: no, there wasn't any. You know, was it um, all positive? It was all positive, but what was really interesting um, is that there was an individual, and I won't say that his name. Um, he was in the law enforcement, and there oh, was yeah, just yeah. one. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that day, well, I actually made it my business to kind of sit next to everyone. I know what you're talking in, about. In that class, and um, and I was like, I wonder what they're all about. And that day I happened to sit next to him and we were doing that, um, we were doing that exercise. Turns out is that he's actually super funny. Like he had such a great sense of humor and like we ended up like getting along very well. And as we were doing that, that exercise, everyone actually was complimenting the badge. Not him as an individual. Oh oh wow. And that's what tripped me out because he goes, I'm really not even a team player. Like, you know, there was thing bravery. He's like, I just kind of did it because it fell into play. And the reason why I took this workshop was because one, I didn't have to come in my uniform and two, so people could get to know who I am as an individual, not wow. the badge. So it's funny because what I put on him was, you know, like a great sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Like he's funny. Mm -hmm. And I think I was the only one that really um, complimented him as an individual. Everything else. And it's funny because... Of course, me, I was like, you know, everyone was like, judge your badge. And he was like, yeah, I kind of felt that, you know, and he was teasing. He's like, man, they probably put kick me on my back or something. (laughs) (laughs) But it really um, brought so much awareness on how we might perceive someone without taking the time to actually get to know them you know like and how we can stereotype based on that. Mm-hmm. So it was really interesting, you know, even as like um you know um different organizations, I think we as individuals should take the time to see what they're about, who they are, why. Yeah. There's always their why and I think that's why we do the podcast in reality is kind of like sit down and talk, like, why do you do what you do? You know, like, what, you know, like. Mm-hmm. That's I, powerful because yeah. I don't know that, I don't
2: know that people, um, maybe that's why people don't partner more. Mm. Because there's that, where we, there's that naivete. I don't know why you're mm. doing what you're doing. So I can't get passionate with you about it. Mm. Right. And so this, this is powerful work because it's, mm. it's, I mean, I know that, I know that in business you look at stuff like this and you're like, oh, that's promotion. Mm-hmm. Right, that's PR. That's 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 marketers doing what they do. Yeah. But in actuality, for our region, it's it's more than that. It's like you're off, you're offering opportunities for connectivity, which is what we need. Yeah.
1: But um, I mean, the, re- the reason why I started it um and started like really bringing business owners onto yeah. the show and getting to know them is because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like people needed to know their why and their yeah, backstory. Yeah, yeah. Like we see business, it, it's such a um like cliche when you see business owners you think they got it all together right they you don't realize like they just like us like we're, we're all the same you know they, I don't care if I have a multi-billion dollar business you know at some point I was down there you know just like you grinding and like mm-hmm. like I said Amazon he started off in his garage and mm-hmm. Ben Benzo like I'm pretty sure he has a incredible backstory yeah. and, and adversities he went through through that garage you know yeah. um, and even like talk about Darlene again like when I had her on the show I didn't People look at her and be like, oh, she's an attorney, right? Yeah. She's, she's beautiful. She's gracious. She's very knowledgeable, very smart and successful. But you didn't, didn't ever knew her story. Yeah, like yeah. If, and I was actually Powerful talking to Mark story. about mm-hmm. this last night. Like, Darlene's story is incredible. Yeah, it is. From how she grew up and mm-hmm. came to how she is now, at home business law firm on the boulevard. Like, mm-hmm. come on now. Huh? Mm-hmm. Like, when people know that, then it's like, oh, they look at you differently. Yeah, yes, they, do. they do. Like, in a, in a great way. They have more respect for you, and, and even with business owners, even with Sam and Lucky Luke's, like people don't know her story. Mm. Like, she got an incredible story. But you see her, she has three Lucky Lukes now, and mm-hmm. you, you just think, oh, well, she was born with silver spoon. But, and that's like, no, like yeah, go yeah. listen to her story. Yeah. Like, and you have more respect now. Mm-hmm. And now, and even for me, like I, a lot of these business owners, I go support mm-hmm. them now because I know their story now. And it's okay. like, oh wow, that's
4: nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think even when we were working on the entrepreneur project. Mm-hmm. um, that's actually what I did. I asked. I remember. You remember that? that? was your
2: part of the, that yeah. was your contribution.
4: But, you know, the reason yeah. why I wanted to do that was because if we're going to put on an entrepreneur, you know, event, people should kind of know who it is that they're, you know, going to be listening yeah. to. You know, what is it that you're doing different? Mm-hmm. How, what can I learn from you? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, honestly, that was the most um, interesting thing that I've done was get to know each one of you guys as an individual, you know, and I mean, I love that about you. Your story was dope, you know, what you did and Mm -hmm. how you got your business started, Mm -hmm. you know, like that, that to me was just inspiring from all of you guys, even Vicky, you know, mm-hmm. like getting to know what she was about and what got her to where she was. And yeah. it's funny because she mentioned Business Woman of God yeah. when we had that too. You're and like, I, was I like, guess
2: I gotta go now. Yeah. <laughs> all these people keep telling you. Yeah. Me.
4: So many and even then she was like, You really should go, Diana. And I was like, Yeah, I don't know. Being around so many women, like, it's not my thing.
3: (laughs) I had to definitely break through that too. Okay, but how did it feel once you got there?
5: Right, right.
4: You know, it's funny because I was so moved. I was so moved, and I actually um, asked if I can do something like, man, I would love to do gratitude for women. You know, like to do, you know, like um, do just a talk. Because as women, I don't think we know how to love each other because we don't know how to love ourselves. We walk into a room and we're already looking at that girl, like, hmm, you know what I'm saying? Like, what does she got? Oh, look at that. Oh, I can do. Well, it doesn't matter what she's doing. Worry about what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? In all reality. And to me, it's like, I look, it's like, oh my God, you look so cute. But it's so rare. Honestly, for a girl to really give another girl a compliment. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, "Mm," you know what I'm saying? It's probably fake. Like, are you? And it's funny because I've actually been asked that. Are you always that positive? (gasps) And I was like, uh Yeah, I guess I am. You know what I mean? Wow. Because I am, I am not afraid to say hello to a yeah. stranger. Because in reality, everyone has a story. Everyone, and I guess that's where my curiosity comes from. Well, <laughs> might <Mike> say <said>, what? <laughs> no, because I mean,
1: no, you you are always positive, right? But I think people misconstrue that. It's like, no, well, we have our bad days. Yeah, no, doing- I do. I can be negative, like if you like, I can go there if I want to. Uh, we we don't choose to, right? We, we are we choose to like we we choose happiness when we wake up. We don't choose violence. A lot of people wake up choose the violence.
2: <laughs> okay, it's like, gonna be Savage Saturday. <laughs> you know what I
5: mean?
1: Like, so I mean, I, I think that question. No, I mean, we're not always perfect. No, no I'm far not. from it. Yeah, yeah. so that, and that's what I mean. I, like I'm not trying. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be negative right now. But I think I don't think I'm not saying this is a fair question. But I think people misconstrue that when they like see you like, oh, you you always that positive. You just think you're the shit and You yeah, like, no, or they I'm, can, I'm a real person. I think we choose they, to be positive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Does it doesn't make sense. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. But I think anybody that asks that question, they they really want it. They yeah. want to be positive too. And I think that it's it's the jealousy. And mm. and it's the not knowing how to be that themselves, right? But that, it's a choice that like I makes said. them question you, judge you instead of just saying, hey, "How do you? How are you like that?" Right? Yeah. How can I get there? Easy.
1: It's a choice. Wake wake up and and choose that. Yeah. yeah. Even that. Yeah. Period.
4: Yeah. Even when yeah. I've seen you, Danny, I was like, "Oh, come bring it in." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. Like, come you, give me you, a hug. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you do. And and,
3: I, and it's interesting because I don't always come across like you can just mm-hmm. do that. But but I am, you, you know, it's just, it, you know, Nicole and I were talking, I think, yesterday, last night, about how she said, there's a side that people don't really get to see of you all the time, because you're always so business and, yeah, I mean. and, and focused on doing, and you do, you just kind of come in, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> bring
4: it out of <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah bring yeah, it in, yeah. yes. but I, I think that's just something that I've always been that way, you know, even the, kid and the new kid, I was that person's like, hey. How are you? My name is Diana. What brings you here? You know? But I think it's always been my curiosity. <laughs> it really is. No, yeah, it's, your curiosity. Yeah. It really is. And that's why I made it my business yeah. when I um, you know, when I did the cap to sit next to everyone. Yeah. Like, I love when, that about you. Honestly, you were the
2: only one in class that did that. Yeah, that you were I, just like the flutter. You were just yeah. everywhere.
4: Yeah, hopped around, even yeah. with Nardi. I was like, What's that girl? Um. <laughs> What's your, what's
1: your, uh, what's curiosity? What number are you?
4: Curiosity. That was one of my top fives as well. Was it? Okay. Yeah. It's one of yeah, my top five. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I see it. But yeah. it's true. You know, like my mom would always, my grandmother, um, she would call me inventora, you know, like inventor. That's what it meant because I was always getting into something, always creating something like all my cousins are here. Be like, all right, look, we're going to play power Rangers. You're this, <laughs> you're that. And then here comes how this. cute. But all the time, and my grandmother were always telling me that, and to this day, like now, I laugh back because I was like, you know what? It's so true. You're still like that. I really am. <laughs> my wow. kids would be like, why do you talk to strangers? Be like, because you never know what you're gonna learn. Yeah, you really never learn. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's just me in a nutshell. <laughs>
1: Some more, more to you than ever know
4: yeah no so So, miss nicole oh go ahead no no go ahead i was gonna say miss nicole tell us a little bit more about you you know that's what i was gonna say are Mm. you were you okay i'm like where should i start um let's
1: talk about your build uh what is it build with nicole yeah
4: yeah building
2: with nicole is my tagline for built to build studio which is my company it's an llc here in the av um established in 2021 what we do is social media marketing social media management, and also business consulting. So I like to help um, fellow entrepreneurs kind of strategize, lay out um, a vision plan, and then kind of help them task it out so that it's an actual system. So I like to kind of think of myself as, um, as an uh, in- infrastructurist. So um, one of the gifts that the Lord's blessed me with is to be able to hear your heart on something and then be able to kind of like, reverse engineer it into a, a task list of sorts to kind of get you moving. Mm. And so, um, it's been interesting, you know, like as you get older and you get more settled and you're not doing the ego thing and the competition thing, and then you're actually yielded to like your purpose. Mm. Um, I'm noticing how, how the Lord uses me, you know, and I, and I reference the Lord often cause I am a faith based business and, and, a, and a, a believer. And so, um, the way he uses me is incredible because I thought I was like this, you know, I know y'all can't see it on the podcast, but I thought I was like itty bitty, right?
1: You got a camera on you.
2: Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I thought I was <laughs> I thought I was itty bitty and the Lord is like, me in you is super huge. So just mm-hmm. let me let me do what I do through you and I'm like, all right, cool, I'm a conduit. Mm. So that's kinda how um, how he uses me in the marketplaces to help other uh, business owners to identify any kind of lack or need. And, and create a structure that's monetizable. And so whether that's through marketing, like you said, the message, that's why I was like, all right, I can deal with Mike, because Mike, he, he mm-hmm. understands that marketing is more than just like a cool graphic.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it, when you can put it, when you can, when you can put marketing in front of a, a true system, it, that's when you start seeing businesses flourish and that's what I'm passionate mm-hmm. about. So yeah, and I'm, and I'm passionate about people so there's um, definitely a community component to what I do, too. Um, business women of God, or, or whether it's teens or youth, you know, mentorship, um, I'm all about that because I feel like it can't stop with us, right? Yeah. It, it really can't. So we have to be duplicating something mm. in our community so that it's here when we're gone. Right. So um, that's actually um, how we touched base recently again, mm-hmm. was at business Women of God, I've been um, um, teaching a program called Build for the Future, and it's a it's an incubator of sorts for for entrepreneurs. It's a task list of forty tasks that takes you from ideation all the way to monetization and scaling. And so um, I'm passionate about teaching, and you know even if I know this much, I I'm passionate about pouring that out because I feel like someone did that for me. So it gave me movement when they poured into me. So I I love. Um, opportunities where I can pour back, which is which is how Danielle and I partnered on the Joseph Project. Um, uh, I, I just my my heart for the Joseph Project came because I saw for honestly one of the first times a for profit or several for profit entities and nonprofit entities forming around an idea. Mm. You usually will see like a group of nonprofits or a group of for profits, but this was one of the unique times that I saw several people at the table that were in all fields mm-hmm. from ministry to government to like, I was like, all y'all care about the community. Yeah. I, for me, it was a first in the AV to see a conglomeration of, of hearts for people. And so that's why I was like, I, I need to plug in with the Joseph project because it's not just, you know, it's not just nonprofits and for, um, it's not just nonprofits. It's for profits coming together saying we see a fiscal need in the community. How can we how can we start an endowment and and I love that movement I love that for our community I feel like um that's that's been the missing link is the partnership mm-hmm. it's the partnership yeah. and, and that's not always monetary but in this instance it is but the partnership in general is is what I believe has been lacking is it, we we all reference it as silos right we we've all you, you're individually great at this. You're individually great at this. I'm mm-hmm. individually, but it's like something when we all four came in the room and made this podcast mm-hmm. that's going to inspire somebody to move. Right. right. It's it's powerful. So it's let, powerful. let's
1: go back. I want to go back um, way back into your childhood somewhere.
2: Oh, snap. snap. Let me get well, my tissue. Because, <laughs> well, I mean,
1: you still look like a baby. You look like oh, you're like your early 20s.
2: No, I wish. I'm 41. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's what I said too, River. I was like, "Dude, we, we still we still got it, girl." So that's right. That's
1: right. You mentioned something, and it was, was going to be a question for mine that someone did it for you, right? Yeah. So way back, like, where did where did all this passion come from?
2: Man. You know, Cause I, I know thinking,
1: it's because it, everybody's story starts when they're a yeah, child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something happened. Like, what what was it? Like, they got you onto this path.
2: Sure, right. sure. I, I I was speaking at a local school recently, and and. The Lord brought to my remembrance my my key mentors like along the way. Mm -hmm. And I would say that my heart toward people and business started when I was like 16. Uh, My senior my high school senior arts teacher. Her name was Miss Simon. She um, coached me through building a portfolio to get into art school. Mm. So my background is in the visual and performing arts. Right. So she coached me to get a discipline of of creating an art piece daily, so that I could have enough in my portfolio to apply for art school. Long story made short, um, she she taught me discipline and she taught me to love monetizing what I do. So I had by the end of the senior high school year, I had like two hundred pieces, because she literally was like on me every morning, like "Where's your piece? What'd you do last night when you went home?" So every so I became like discipline in producing Mm. and then when I had all this work she was like all right part of your senior project is to open you know have a gallery opening and we're going to showcase all your work and I remember curating my first art show at 16 and selling everything and making like hundreds and thousands like I just was making money at 16 and I was like I was like I made all this money for college and I didn't know I had monetization potential right so what I what I found through her mentorship, is that I didn't love art as much as I loved monetization. Mm. So it's like I I, start, I went to art school. I ended up getting accepted um, into California Institute of the Arts, and I did go through that process. But really what I learned is I, I love helping people do what they do awesomely and, mm-hmm. and learn how to monetize it. Mm. It's something about that process that I was like, that's my colleague. Mm -hmm. It's because I watched her put a system together. Mm -hmm. She was like, if you produce this, 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 and you put an event together and you put all that on the wall, you can make a living off that. I was like, for real, that's all you had to tell me.
4: Okay. Because now
2: the possibilities are endless, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so um, that's kind of where it started. Then I went on through college and decided art ain't it. I want to do business, and so I I stopped art and went back to school for business. I got my bachelor's and master's and now in my doctorate program for business. I was like um, being mentored now by a woman of God named Carolyn Jefferson and now by a woman of God named Dr. A. Griffin, and I'm looking at how the Lord utilized these two women to put a polish on me Mm.
4: because
2: when you're not, see, y'all going to get me preaching. When you're not polished and you have gift only, you could just potentially be all over the place. Cause mm. you start seeing stuff. I go, oh, I know how to monetize this podcast. Oh, I know how to monetize this crush your goals set. Ooh, I know how to monetize selling coffee. It's like as a creative person, you could just go everywhere. Mm. Cause it's like you see you see business and everything. It starts to stand out to you because that's your your gift. Mm-hmm. And I remember Carolyn Jefferson, Evangelist Carolyn saying, All right, let's hone this. Let let's let's focus it in. And get off of you for a second. Mm. Like, can, how can you take what you do and pour it in and duplicate to somebody? Mm. I never thought of that. I was like doing silo stuff, and so she helped me kind of understand that our gifts aren't just for us, right? And so she was like, whether that's through ministry or giving back in the community or, or doing something, she's like, don't don't be a hoarder of all that. Mm. Pour it into somebody, right? Then I'm gonna I'm, then I'm gonna shut up.
4: No, please. Then the, Lord,
2: the Lord showed me this the other day. I was like, whoa, like you've been having me around like powerhouse women since I was 16. Then he introduced me to um, Dr. Brett A. Griffin, who is like, I referenced her as a kingdom expert, but really and truthfully, she's a coach, she's a leader, and she's a, a teacher of the Bible. And um, But the reason I say kingdom expert is because she understands beyond the scope of words in the, in the Bible, she's more like... she, she she imparts movement into people. Mm. And that's what, to, to bring it back to Mike's question, what, where'd I get all this passion from? Honestly, it's from the Lord, but it's also because I see the need for movement. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, laziness that has fallen on gifted people Mm. or, or like you, or like you said, was it you Mike that said you'll find a lot of rich people in the grave. Right. There's like a complacency that's fallen on truly gifted people who, who could build and grow a, a business but don't because of fear or lack of knowledge or whatever. And so Dr. Brett is helping me to understand that that business, good business, is is movemental and there's a structure around it. There's 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 a government there that we don't really talk about. Mm-hmm. And if we plug into it, it it, it could amass grapefruit like this type of stuff i'm all about it Mm -hmm. because it's like we can we can move quicker and faster and better together in Mm -hmm. unity than we could disjoined right so i you're right it is a passion it's something i could talk about all day is that business is bigger than the sale and then and then i'll say this and i'll close because i'll be like talking forever
5: when (laughs) i'm
1: no we we, we got a bunch of batteries down here okay
2: because now y'all got me (laughs) no please I feel like that's one of the biggest misconceptions in business, too, is that we're only in business for the dollar, right? Right. So another one of my, like, war cries is that um, God's heart for people is so huge, he's more concerned about the soul than the sale. Mm-hmm. And it's like however we can position our nonprofits, for-profits, community efforts toward people, there's money attached to that. But mm-hmm. but we don't go for for people first, we go for the product or the service first. Mm. Like I design websites, the best in the AV. All right, you might make a couple G's a month doing that, but what if you could teach twelve teenagers how to how to build dope websites mm. for free?
1: You, you know, you know what? if
2: you taught them that and then they went and built right?
1: It, I get, it, it, I get stoked. You know, I get it's, it's crazy about everything you're saying. is so one thousand percent true. Dope. Oh yeah, like. Dope. <laughs> so, you know, um, I, I, got, I got presented with an opportunity like years ago and that's how I got into entertainment, right? Cause I, I started off with a graphic design company. Okay. That's my background. And, um, this executive producer, um, saw my work somewhere Okay, and he presented me with an opportunity. He said, look, Mike, I'm developing a, a show that I would lo- love for you to help, help me develop. Yeah. And he said, you can charge me whatever you want to do this project. It, but it'd just be a one off. Charge me whatever you want, I'll pay it. Or you could come work with me exclusively and just charge me a little bit right now because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm be trying to build something. Mm-hmm. So I did, I I chose, you know, go and work with him exclusively. Mm-hmm. And over the years, now I was just telling Diane, not Diana, <laughs> Darlene this story yesterday. Mm-hmm. Over the years, like, One of my, real quick, one of my mentors taught me at a young age. He said, always chase your passion, never chase money, because money will always present itself, right? Yeah. So I always kept that in my mind. So that's why I took that deal. And I did so many free work, or people would come to me, hey, Mike, you know what, I'm building this, I'm doing this, can you Mm -hmm. do a graphic, can you do a logo for me, whatever. And I would just do it. Mm -hmm. And they would just give me whatever. Like, I never heard he had set a price list. Yeah, yeah. And so I was telling Darlene yesterday, I was like, you know what? Cause she was asking me about the show and all this. And we was just talking about financials. And I was like, you know what? I, my, I, n- I don't chase the money. I've never been that person. But if you look at my, I'm 52 years old. I just turned 52. No way. I just turned 52 a couple of weeks ago. I said, but if you look at my life, I've been so extremely blessed with so much. Come on. Like it's like, I I travel the world. I do all kind of stuff. I, get new cars every two years. Like I'm on my second house and I look at him like, You're "Damn, like, how did I do wow. that when I never chased the money? Blessed. God, uh-huh. he like, w- I'm a firm believer. What you put out there, you get back to. And, yes. mm-hmm. and that's why I never worried about the money. Cause he always got me Amen. always got me.
0: That's real.
1: You know? And, and I know a lot of people are like, I, I don't talk about God a lot. I'm um, more spirituality, but that is always my foundation. For real. Like he, he's my partner. He's my partner. On, partner. Yeah. Amen. And and I keep that between me and him. Like, I have a personal relationship with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I said that all the time. As you should, And he has me so much. Like, even though, like, I'm still human, right? So I go through my bad days. And you know this. Mm-hmm. Like, I go through my struggles and all that. But I know, I think the difference what I always tell people, because people always ask me, Mike, how do you sound so positive? Because they just yeah. hear me on the show. They see my IG and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. like, no, I have my bad days. Mm-hmm. I just, the difference is, I know tomorrow's going to be better. Yep. Mike, I know that for a fact. Right. I know I'm just I'm just going through this motion, going through the process. But I know tomorrow is always gonna be better than yesterday. It is. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just my mindset. Mm-hmm. So even if I have a bad day today, I'm like, okay, cool. It might last five minutes, might last five hours. Mm-hmm. Hell, some days when my bad days are really bad, I go home and I go to sleep because I know for a fact that he got me and tomorrow morning I'm gonna wake up, it's gonna be better.
5: Mm, I think that's viable. just my
1: mindset. Good. But I have my bad. You know it. I be moody sometimes. He like you seen it. Oh, she seen it. Cause she be calling me. She be like Mike, wake up. Good morning. And I am like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I be looking at the phone I'm like. Damn,
4: oh, yeah, no. <laughs> but you have to. You know you have to. But in order to grow, you have to recognize it. Yeah. Right. You have to be able to process through it in uh, order to yeah. grow from it. Yeah. Because if you just ignore it, how are you ever going to learn from it? You're going to continue to make the same mistake over and over and over. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know you should never ignore any of that. You know, it's okay to not be okay. Yes. That's good. You but know you know, yeah, I mean?
1: to, no, yeah, you're right. But you know, back to my point is like, like you said, like people should never chase money. Just do your gift, your passion. Yeah, you're gonna be okay. And I said this at the top of the show. You're mm-hmm. gonna be okay. You are, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like take that money because I actually work. I'm going through this with a, a situation now where someone is like just chasing money. And it's and it's no fault to their own because, like I know I know a lot of rich people I know a lot of billionaires millionaires and those type of people and, and I, I don't take nothing away from them because they build empires right yeah yeah but they're so tunnel vision on business they take the humanity out of things mm-hmm.
2: we can't do that
1: you can't we can but but at the same time I, I got because I understand business yeah so I get what you're trying to do and sometimes when you're so tunnel vision on that it's like I'm trying to like a huge empire. I'm talking about like you can't worry about the small things, right? But and and I get again, I get building a business. But when you're in a situation or organization and you're trying to help people, yeah, yeah, you can't be that tunnel vision on business. Mm. Yeah. Like you got to have empathy, compassion yeah, for people. You can't take the humanity out of it.
5: See he over here, preaching a whole. Like term, you, you know? can't. <laughs> That's real. You
1: like it, it don't. Yeah. That's real. Yes, I
2: mean, you can, but what you gonna have an empty shell of a business, right? Absolutely,
1: right. With no you can, heart, yeah, no soul. but
2: mm-hmm. like, wow. I think mm-hmm. it's so important to educate that you have to have both working in in partnership, right? You have to be skilled. Yeah, you can't just be filled, right? That's what mm-hmm. you shout out, Mama Carolyn. You you gotta you gotta have skill. You can't be talking about I'm a believer and you whack like mm. you see, gotta be. See, I didn't want to so I didn't want to
1: go there because there's you, so many people that talk about that and it's like you can't talk about god and you want to do this and that but yet you over here doing this so like that's mm. golly representing mm.
2: representing all whack mm. We can't have it both ways <laughs> right right but so it's like yeah you got to be dope you got to know yeah. you yeah. got to know your stuff but you can't just be pushing people out like like that ain't god's main heart Right. he loves people it's like mm-hmm. you have to find a way to co-labor with the lord and build right and you know, and, you and I said build. this, yeah.
1: I, I said this a few shows ago um, about w- talking about, because uh, people, people, uh, everybody has their own religion. Everybody has their own belief. And, and I respect everybody, right? I'm not saying you got to believe in what I believe in. You ain't got to whatever, like whatever you believe in, whatever gets you through your day and, and makes you happy, whatever. I'm cool with it. But because people are talking about, why you do this? Why you do it? Why, why y'all talking about God? Why? You doing? It's like, if, if. God wanted everybody the same. Don't you think he would have made everybody the same? Right. He made everybody different for a reason. Mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. I love diversity. Yeah. Because he made everybody. For he sure. He made all this stuff.
2: Yeah. For sure.
1: So it's like, stop saying, yeah. oh, God don't like that. God wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get mm-hmm. like the, the other parts, but no, if that person want to believe in, whatever, cool. Boom. Mm-hmm. Oh. God loves everybody. Yes, he does. He does yeah. love everyone. Yes, he does. I'm going to stop reading.
2: no that's see we don't open up sermon cans (laughs) no but see
4: that's key you know that's another thing that i was doing you know i love people watching Mm -hmm. you know and i i trip out on that be like we're so unique even animals you know what i mean like god created all of that you know he really did and we're not all the same they're not all the same so i love watching people as individuals like man that's so dope like that's so unique like they're so different or even from their hair. And we were talking about that with, with Ashley um, on the last segment is as as simple as your hair. You know right. what I mean? Like some people want to wear it whatever way, but that's, that's what makes them as an individual for sure. You know what I mean? So, I I like so
1: Nicole, cause you over there quiet.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, Daniel? Daniel. I mean Daniel. Sorry, See, sorry, sorry. <laughs> now who's the one messing up? <laughs> hey, well first
1: of all, if you listen to my show, you always, everybody knows I'm bad with names. <laughs> so
4: that's <there's> nothing new. <laughs> Danielle.
1: Danielle. Yes, sir. So I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked her. Let's go back to your childhood. So, where, where does all your passion come from?
3: So my childhood was was, was different. Um I, I shouldn't say different. Um my mom was my uh I, I, she was my my role model and you know my mom was uh, <clears throat> she was she always excelled in business she was this excellent woman I saw my mom as this this beautiful um, exceptional woman um since my childhood and I my whole purpose was to be like her and so my childhood was was different in that I had some Church of God in Christ then we went. My dad is a musician, and so we came to California chasing my dad's musician dreams. And so, you know, so we went through that. Went through Jehovah Witness for a little bit. And so, I had all these different things going on uh, with religiously in my head. But but there was always my mom. My mom was a very hard. Uh, she was a hard woman because she uh, she was hard on herself, and she was she was broken, and so. She just knew how to be who she was and she had no she didn't have mentors she didn't have anyone to pour into her to help refine and hone who she was so all i got was to raw her so <clears throat> i learned perfectionism
0: mm.
3: and performance and mm. so i was just trying to be perfect and perform to get my mother's approval, but I wanted to be like her because she was, she was phenomenal. But then at the same time, you know, I had these different insecurities that also I sat on myself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, um, I knew one thing I wanted to be, um, I wanted to be a businesswoman.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and at the time it wasn't necessarily thinking people because you said something a little while ago and you said that you, you, you they never so focused on business. They lost humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Dr. Brett, who's also my mentor, That's the one thing she helped me to do is to get, find my humanity because I was very much like that, focused so much on business. And then the Lord brought me my daughter who also helped to, to get me to the point of understanding humanity Mm -hmm. because I was almost robotic in what I was doing because logistically uh, numbers wise, I got it and I can get it and I can do it, but I was missing the people part Mm -hmm. and that's because I learned performance and to try to be perfect.
1: So, so let me let me ask you this because talking about you were talking about systems earlier, and I yeah. I th- talked about this before. So, when you had your daughter, am I, am I to assume is that when you became into the I system? Because you know we're all born into the we system, yeah, yeah. Until you get older, until you find your own way, and then you become the I system. If if you understand I what never I'm had- saying. So, never, Do you know, you, you understand what I'm saying? I've never yeah. heard of the, ice so, the so, system. I. So, so I've read this book. It's called The Bradshaw Story or The Bradshaw Family. Or something, I not Um This book. And it talked and my therapist actually gave it to me. He said, you need to read this book. <laughs> so I did it. Um, we, we are all born into the we system. So when we're born, like we're, we're not given our names. All right. We are our parents, our brothers, our sisters, our aunts, our uncles and our, and our, our environment. Wherever we was born, we're in that we system. That's who we are. As an adult, you grow into an I-System where, too, you, you become your own individual. You're not your parents no more. You're not your wherever environment, whoever raised you. You're not that no more. So that's, that's what I mean by, you know, you become into the I-System. You're okay. your own person now. Yeah, your own. But so. some adults don't grow into that. They, yeah. They're still in that we system like, you know, all the other people that are doing the bad in the world is because that's how they was raised. That's how their environment was. And they're still in that we system. They never grew out of that. Gotcha. We system there. You know what I mean?
3: So let me divulge this. I don't tell most people, but I guess I'm about to tell all of your audience. Well. So It's just five people. My, my daughter's adopted. Um, okay. She, she uh, was my parents' goddaughter mm-hmm. at a church we all went to together. Um, but then, uh, and she was always in the system. She was born into the system. And so then the Lord brought her into our home. But at the time, my mother was in the process of dying. And so she was on her deathbed. And so, um, because she needed parenting, my father was focused on my, my mother.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and so once my mother passed in 2017, um, instead of them putting this little girl back through a whole lot of changes, they just move me the system, just allow me to step in. Mm. And I, I then became her mother Mm -hmm. and my father, um, her papa, but you know, technically he's her dad. So, so it, so she's adopted. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the eye system, if I'm understanding it properly for me came when, when I really started giving my life to the Lord Mm -hmm. in 2012, really 2013. But, um, when I, when I met Dr. Brett Griffin again, and, and, and Dr. Antoinette Hewitt, these ladies, was always helping trying to get me out of where I was. Mm. And so because in business, um, because I did in, in high school, I went to Chatsworth High School, and and um, I always wanted to be a business person. We started a company. I, I, I was the president of the company. We actually created product. We sat, got a loan from the bank. We went to the uh, the, the Chamber of Commerce out there, and, and we were. I was sitting around all these, these businessmen, these great minds pouring into me in, in 12th grade. And then, you know, I went to college, got into management. I was actually chasing the money. I, I, I was actually chasing the money. So I didn't finish college because I started making good money and mm. I excelled in management. Well, that was my mother's child. So I just, I excelled, excelled and just, and again, lost track of people because there was so much other things, so much hurt and damage. And I just, mm. let me close off this part. Mm-hmm. And so, and so I did. And so the Lord had to open that, open me back up to that. And Nicole is huge in that. Cause I look at Nicole and I'm like, see, I, I want, I want that when I grow up, though I'm 10 years or senior. So I guess I told my age, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 but there's a, but so, so, so for me, once I started, once I gave my life to the Lord, cause I've been saved since, since 90, but there was all this other stuff that I had. So I didn't give God my life. I just said right. I did. I really became a believer in 2013. And so, and once, once that happened, then I began to see who God had made me to be and what he gave me and what did he give it to me for, Mm. you know, to, to, and so when I, so then when I started my company, Kingdom Align Management, which is an LLC, um, I worked for free
0: Mm.
3: almost for years. And I would beg call people begging them can i what can I do for you? Can I help you do anything? Can I research? Can I help you start something? Can I establish you know Dr. Brett would call I need you to do this for this person and just do it well don't don't worry about charging them just do it and I would and I would just mm. and so I would build and I would build to the to the point to this day i don't I don't have a price list. I, I kind of follow. I have a, a. I do have some kind of price list, mm-hmm. but for the most part, if I if I charge twelve hundred dollars, and the Lord says no, you do it for six hundred. You do it for. I, right. That that's where I'm at now, because now I'm not chasing the money. Right. I'm, I'm trying to uh, help build people in, in in systems and structures. Really, structures. I don't build people. I build structures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so um so that's why we partner well because I'll build the structure and Nicole brings the infrastructure to, to what, what, we're, what we put together. And so I still am system focused, but, but I now can see people and mm. take, take my time now to see what, what is it that you need and, and see if you stay like, like the businessman you talked about, you, try, you give people what you want them to have mm. instead of seeing what they need mm. and giving them that. And so that's been the turning point for me. And so, so (laughs) exactly. And so, so and and I was sitting there listening to Nicole and I was like, I can't remember mentors that poured into my life because my focus was not people. My focus was, was money and things. And, and I was like, wow, how unfortunate, you you know, but amen, you know, thank God I'm not that person anymore. I'm going to to be better all the time. But, but still um, I, I knew I could tell you why I got the way I got now. We're changing, but so my world. My real change came when when Doctor Brett and well, I was reintroduced to Doctor Brett and Doctor Antoinette Hewitt, and they began to. I began to see God's heart for people, mm. and how to serve with the gift He gave me. See, before people just used it because they saw I had something, and I and 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 so people would use me. And because I wanted their approval, I allowed it, mm. and I allowed. And then when they were done with me, they threw me away. So I got harder and harder and harder, more and more away. And it's like, okay, now we need to break all that down, so that we can give people. So you can learn to serve people mm. and learn to serve a community. And so that's where my heart is now to help serve in the community.
1: So you 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 actually started walking your path and walking your truth, and um, that's the i system. You became into the i system.
5: Mm. Okay. Yeah. She said, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me no, <laughs> no, bro, like you,
1: Everybody has their own path. And and I guess that's just another way of saying, you know, you, you became into the I system. You're not walking your parents' path. You're anyone else's path. You're on your own path now. Yes. And that's the I system.
5: Okay. That's
4: cool. And for, well, I mean, we call it the psychological safety.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because if it's not a hell yes, it needs to be a hell no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I no, honestly, you remember <laughs> Lewis teaching that a long ago, Lewis. It's the but truth, yeah. but exactly what you were saying. Yeah. It's it's just that it's exercising the yes and the no's, you know, like to build your psychological safety. And these are again tools that we are utilizing, but not knowing how to recognize them. Yeah, you know, like and just reintroducing and seeing it. Now you know it. You're like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. You know what? That's a hell no. <laughs> and it's the truth. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And you're going to feel so good. And Come that's through. what he's saying. The I yeah. and the we, yeah. you know, as a child, you're told what to eat. You're told what to wear, where to go, when to sleep, when to wake up, when to do everything. But the I system, that's when you build your own psychological yeah. safety, meaning what makes you feel good. What do you like to eat? You know, like you, you'll eat eggs your whole life and come to realize as an adult, you know what? I really don't like that. And you can then say, I don't want this. But as a child growing up, that's what, that's that's on the table. That's what (laughs) you, you either eat that or nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? You know,
1: know, and and it's true. You know, I, i taught my kids this, um, at a young age, you know, I used to tell them all the time. Like, and it goes back to how, you know, I tell people like, even like relationships, right? I tell people like, I'm not responsible for your happiness. Mm. Just like you're not responsible for my happiness, right? And that's how a lot of relationships end because they try to make each other happy. And it's like, no, you're, you're responsible for your own. And I taught my kids that at a young age. And I taught them like, hey, I'm not responsible for how your life turns out. I'm going to give you these tools while you're a kid, right? And I'm always going to support you. But the decisions you make today are your decisions and how you're going to be when you grow up. Because right? I'm teaching them to be into their own eyes. Yeah. I'm not. don't live your life on the things that I did because what I did worked for me yeah. not say, because you're my child. Don't mean it's going to work for you.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: yeah. right. Like we guide them and give them the tools, but at the same time, they got to go out and be on their own and walk their own path. Yeah, stay in their on lanes.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what you were saying, Nicole, you're like, I'm looking at all of this and I'm thinking as an individual, how I can help you, yeah. not how I can change you.
5: Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
4: I mean, knowledge is power and yeah. people don't really understand that. You know, like instead of being told what to do, how about you show me what to do? You know, For and a sure. lot of people don't do that. You know, they want to follow the leader, Yeah. you know, and being told, no, you're an individual. Utilize yeah. that strength.
2: See, you don't want to get me started on imposter syndrome because mm. that happens, right? Mm-hmm. In community building and business building yeah, is we're like, well, Mike is so dope, like he does marketing so well, I want to be like Mike, and it's like that's so dangerous, because mm. yeah, Mike's dope, but he's in his lane, like mm-hmm. like, right. ask the Lord, where's yours? <laughs> right. go get in that and do and be be great mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. Right. as opposed to trying to, like what we were saying, like trying to adapt this persona right. that mm-hmm. that might not be your
3: purpose and that's and, so dangerous it's like, And the thing is, do you want to go through what Mike went through mm-hmm. to be See? where Mike is? <laughs> okay? C- can I go through? What mm. Mike went through? Could I, could I even, I can't even fathom going through what my daughter went through. If mm-hmm. you see her and then you hear her life, You mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't match. Be, but, but, but the girl, the girl is awesome and she's strong and resilient. Mm. But, but could I have gone through that at her age? Right. Nah, I didn't have the mental fortitude. So the thing is, is that that's why it's dangerous too, to want to be like somebody mm-hmm. because you, you got to go through what Mike went through to get here. What Diana went through to get here. But Nicole went through yeah, to get here right. and everybody don't so even true. understand. We don't understand it.
1: Right. right. You know, my, my, um, and you're hundred percent right. Like my, my, my journey started, I think when I was 12 years old, like I never had a 95 job. Okay. Wow. Like I never had a 95 job. That's real cool. And nice. my journey started when I was 12 years old. Um, I tell, I told this story a few times, but I used to work with disabled kids. Okay. Right. My sister used to take me to the park every Saturday and I used to do activities with disabled kids. At twelve years old, I was having fun doing that like I look forward to that every Saturday morning, nice. not knowing God was preparing me mm. so when my son was born uh he was born with cerebral palsy, so he's born with a disability so that's where my passion Shit. comes oh. into play when i I always tell you I love work mm. with kids all my uh, um career I've worked with kids mm. like to this day I'm the a y s o um Okay. one of the head coaches for um, the disabled uh, soccer league in Valencia. Okay. Oh wow. So I, you know, my TV show that I helped create for twenty some years, like it was working with kids. Mm-hmm. Like I've always worked with kids. That's where my passion comes from, it's, and it's because of the way I grew up. Like I didn't grow up with parents, you know, and the way I grew up in in, in the neighborhood. Like I've always wanted to work with kids to show them, like you don't have to you know, settle for the, the gang life or the hood life. Like mm-hmm. there's more out there. And I was very blessed and fortunate for someone to take me out of the hood mm-hmm. and show me a different life. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I know it's cliches. Like somebody literally took me to Hollywood, and this is a true story. And I saw the lights in the studios, and I was like, oh, shit, this is where I want to be. Like I want to be, Yeah, you know? yeah. Like nice. so um, that's why I love working with kids, and that's why my journey started a long time ago, and it gave me that passion. Wow. Right? And that's, that's why I do what I do. You know, because I want to show people that there's a different way yeah. like you don't have to stay in that 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 weed system
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah you that environment like if you yeah. don't like it, you, you can change it anybody you don't have your environment is not like you're not in a yeah, cage yeah. yeah yeah. like people try to put us in, but mm-hmm. yeah. if people try to keep us in this box it's like no, you can move, you can break those barriers, you can mm-hmm. get out that street like yeah. there's roads that lead to anywhere you want.
2: Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. good. That's That's so
4: cool. Now I want to hear your story. Oh, my God. We don't have all day today. (laughs) (laughs) That's another episode. episode. No, it's funny because I always do these crush your goals. Oh, yeah. And it's funny how it lines up with today's conversation. And I always say this. It always lines up for whatever reason. I can tell you. It's it's the purpose. It it really is the purpose of this, you know, and actually, um, Yolanda from our, from our college, she, she actually gave these to me for my birthday. Um, so today it comes from Dolly Parton and it says, do not confuse dreams with wishes. There is a difference. Dreams are where you visualize yourself being successful at what's important to you to accomplish and dream build convictions. So that's actually kind of what we were talking about. You know, you just kind of got to, got to do it, Mm. you know? And that, that actually, that, um, that scene came from Les Brown. Um, I started listening to his, like, um, to his YouTube videos on just, you know, like, um, what is it, building the better, the best, better you or mm-hmm. something like that. And that's what um, tripped me out. And that always stayed with me when he asked that, Do you know where the most successful um, and wealthiest people are? And it was a trip for him to say, It's a cemetery. But it's so true because so many people, one day, you know, when I, that one day, when I get that money, yeah. I'm going to do, when how many I, times have you heard many? this? And you yeah. never know what tomorrow exp- what tomorrow holds, exactly. and that could be the end of you, you know. So that's why I'm so thankful. Mike's letting me do what I do on here. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Stop it. So uh, Nicole and Danielle, what, what yes. do you want to um, leave us with?
2: Well, I want to invite folks. What do you want Yes, do? please. I mean, please. The platform yeah, is yours. That. Okay. Well, we just we really want to invite people out to our our first big event for the Joseph Project. Mm-hmm. It's called Superhero Saturday. And it'll be March 11th at Amazing Events. And did you want to elaborate on what it where is? Where is it
3: located? Or that's in Lancaster. Um, it's on uh, Division, right next to the Primo, oh, between okay. J and uh, Avenue J and Avenue K. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's a workshop uh, where we're going to have tax specialists. We're going to have a specialist in nonprofit development mm-hmm. speaking. And we're also going to so a tax specialist is Cynthia Hernandez, a family tax in law mm-hmm. right down the street here. One of the directions. And um, then uh, our nonprofit development state uh, specialist is Kim Watson of Project Joy. Mm. And then we're going to have a social media marketing specialist in a person of Nicole McMillian. Yeah. Uh, that's also going to be uh, our speakers. So we want to be able to build the 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 uh, nonprofit in the thriving businesses Mm, mm. as I'm switching that vernacular now (laughs) uh, to the thriving businesses and our, and we want to equip them. Um, so it's, it's from 10 AM to 1 PM and it's a $25 donation. And then, um, we're also at that time giving our first endowment
4: Mm. to, um,
3: one of the nonprofits or thriving businesses that has been, um, nominated for our, uh, endowment. So we'll be giving our first endowment at that event as well. Cool.
4: Oh what a blessing.
2: Yeah. So the 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 nominations link, um, if you want to buy a ticket or even if you want to be a vendor, I don't know that we still have too many vendor tables left, but mm-hmm. if you wanna do either um, of those three things, you can visit www.thejosephproject.global. project dot global. So we hope to see you there.
1: And do yes. you guys have a flyer for this?
2: We yes. do. It's so uh-huh. you
1: send it, send it to us, and yeah. tag us in it, and we'll we'll share it on our mm-hmm. social media. Thank medias.
5: you, that would
3: yeah. be awesome. Thank you so much. We'll do.
2: Thank you.
5: that's, all, that's all you guys got.
1: Any words of wisdom? Any <laughs> words? Come on, Nicole. Come on, Nicole. Words of wisdom.
4: Words of wisdom. Yeah, I remember you saying longevity. That yeah. word stayed with me oh, from the from lap. Businesswoman of mm-hmm. God. Yeah, that's good that's that, about the kingdom. That's
2: something I really cling to. Perhaps that would be a good closing uh, thought. Mm-hmm. is that what we're building as community members organizations business owners to stop thinking about the immediate need mm-hmm. right because I, I know we're we're all post covid trying to make a dollar I get it there there's definitely that immediate need to to thrive and survive even but to consider the future mm-hmm. um, build for sustainability build for longevity consider that your business um, is bigger than you and it's going to be here past you. And so build from that perspective of how can I, how can I strategically place this and, and strategically do what I do for existing past this moment? Mm-hmm. I think that's something that I really cling to and, and I'm uh, cognizant of when I'm, when I'm doing business. Yeah, yep. for sure. And miss Amen.
3: Danielle, you know, uh, I, I would say that um consider other people before you consider yourself. Mm. Um I, I think if if we we've lost that we really we we really have lost that and out here it's 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 hard because in the San Valley every you know we talked about it earlier how how hard it is out here. And so um consider putting somebody else first. Consider their position first. Consider what they're saying before you focus on just Mm. yourself because then you can start communicating Mm. and you, and you can have a conversation and really um, take offense out, out of the, the, the equation Mm. because when we, when we focus there and, and, and we get offended, we, we automatically we're off Mm. and we, and we, we can't go any further. And that's in personal relationships and that's in our business relationships as well, because it's time for us to start coming together. All of us. Not all the black people, not not black light. all lives matter. All of mm. us, it's time for all of us to come together. And the only way, only way we'll do that is if we start considering their mind and their perspective instead of just ours as if ours is the only way. Mm. Right. Because it's really not. Mm. I
2: love
1: That's deep. That. I like yes. that. Love it, love
2: it, love it. Well, we want to say thank you to you guys.
3: Aww. I love that track. Aww. What track? <laughs> what you planned your, your, your the music engine. track? I, the, you had it on in the beginning, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I made this. nuh Shut up. He's I like, was I, w- I, w- I was trying not to get my rock on with it. I was
5: trying.
1: Not- <laughs> oh, I have an album. it's I oh, no. itunes Oh, shit. this is out there. Actually, I have my no. Actually, I, I made this track during COVID, and um, like because I, I grew up in the music industry, honestly. And well, you um, probably know my dad. Yeah, i grew up in the music industry, but I got out like four years later, and I went over to TV. Cause I'm a structure person. I don't like how music was structured. But music is always true to my heart. So um, by growing up in the music industry, and a lot of my close friends are like musicians and true artists out there, um, I always wanted to make an album. And during COVID, I went and bought equipment, and, and I made an album. And I made this track. Um, and this track is actually not on my album, but I just made it. By my nephew, he's a, a, a hip-hop artist, and uh, he was at my house one day. And he was listening to it, and I was, he was like, "Hey, Unk, can I do something with that?" I was like, "Absolutely!" So I took him down to the studio in Pasadena, and um, nice. he made this song. And it, it was supposed to be on uh, Madden's video game, but what? never got put on there. But so I just I released could see it. That. Yeah, it's called. It's actually called Champion.
2: Mm. That's what's up. That yeah,
1: this track is called Champion. Um, so it's out there, but I use the instrumental because okay. I just love it
5: okay [SSS3] superheroes I do a lot I mean I told you I never had a 9 to 5 so I'm a
1: hustler
2: okay I got you you no
1: you know what honestly 100% that's why I tell people to do it because I'm a a prime example of that if if I want to do something I just do it I don't care how it's going to turn out like me making my album I actually literally made an album with 8 songs on it 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 wasn't to sell a million records or to be an artist it's because I wanted to do it it was something on my bucket list I just wanted to do it and I did it and that's why I preach that like just do it yeah it's something that I accomplished like I felt so good when I did it and now that it's out on there like I'm honestly I think I check it like maybe once every four or five months like because I don't care about the money or the yeah. sales I did it for me and now and I actually want to do another album I just got to be in that music mode yeah but it's fun it was it's was, like therapeutic to me
0: there you go that's so cool
1: yeah that's why I tell people just do it I don't know. just do okay. it anyways with that said i'm gonna piggyback off that so what i have to say is have no regret what you're going through today is what's going to make you who you are tomorrow Mm. i have no regrets on anything i ever did in life because it made me who i am hey that part but thank you ladies for coming and joining i actually had an incredible time here today i learned so much i feel so blessed to even be in your presence right now thank you for what you do for our community
5: Yes, yes. thank you guys thank for you. what
2: you do, for creating opportunities, holding space for these conversations. Yeah. No, we outside, appreciate and, y'all.
1: and anytime you want to come back, please feel free. Reach out to us and okay. we'd love to have you. Anytime thank you, you wanna share something with us, tag us in it, share it. We'll share you. it. Thank
0: mm-hmm. you. Yeah.
1: And we out of here. We out. We out. Be well. Party
2: like a gotti. Hey. Party like a Gotti.
5: <laughs> 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 Those-